Now to South Africa and the corruption scandal known as Farmgate. Could it spell the end of a presidency? On the 30th of November, the report of an independent panel convened by the South African Parliament found that there is prima facie evidence that ANC President Cyril Ramaphosa engaged in serious misconduct and violated his oath of office. The allegations are about the president's conduct after a large amount of cash was stolen from his private farm. One of the ominous conclusions in the report reads, there was more foreign currency concealed in the sofa than the amount reflected in the receipt. The president has categorically denied the allegations and is now challenging the report in court. The ANC's national conference is on the 16th of December. That's when the ANC decides who will lead it into the next general election due in 2024. It's critical because in South Africa's electoral system of party list proportional representation, citizens choose only a party when they vote. Internal party procedures determine the candidate list. The president is then chosen by a vote in the National Assembly. The ANC has won all six general elections since apartheid ended, though the 57% of the vote that they received at the last election was its lowest margin ever. Cyril Ramaphosa became president in 2019 after his scandal-plagued predecessor, Jacob Zuma, resigned the presidency. Ramaphosa became ANC leader on a promise of cleaning up corruption within the party. So what will happen now that he himself faces impeachment for corruption? Professor Lesiba Terfo is a political analyst attached to the University of South Africa, and he joins us on Sunday Extra Now. Welcome, Professor Terfo. Greetings to you and Elizabeth. Professor, the world is quite familiar with the process for impeaching an American president, uh, probably a little less familiar with the process for removing a South African president. Uh, the report I referred to is called the Report of the Section 89 Independent Panel. Could you explain for us what Section 89 is and how far down the road to removing a, a president South Africa is right now? If there is a possibility of impeachment, the law provides, as per Section 89, that you do some preliminary investigations based on the allegations at your disposal. In this instance, uh, the panel had documentary evidence that suggested that the president uh, violated his oath of office and they concluded that the, there is a prima facie case here. And then on that basis, the next step would be that parliament set up another committee to determine definitively if indeed the president violated his oath. The ANC has a majority in the National Assembly, uh, as I suppose the Republicans did in uh, the Senate when the impeachment of Donald Trump occurred. Does that mean that there's no real prospect that the National Assembly would in fact impeach uh, President Ramaphosa? Yeah, that, 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 that is so. That is not. It's always very difficult, by the way, to impeach a, a sitting president, right? Even to remove an incumbent from office in many parts of the world. It wouldn't be easy. And, and, um, but if we're to stick to this point only, I would say, yes, the president, Ramaphosa, will have the numbers both from the ANC and outside the ANC supporting him not to go. There are many who accepts that he might have erred, but not enough for him to be removed. There are many who are saying, who are, who are they who are calling for his removal? 
most of them are people who have been implicated in corruption, who he, he has put systems in place in the past three, four years that has been doing a good job in getting the corruptors and the corruptees in jail. And some of them are, by the way, in parliament. And here is a man who's doing his best with all his imperfections. Maybe he deserves our support. And I think that's where uh, the matter gets complicated. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Professor Lasiba Tefo, attached to the University of South Africa. Uh, Professor, from what you're saying, is it the case that, broadly speaking, President Ramaphosa still enjoys the majority support in the general public in South Africa at the moment? I, I would say yes. Since the scandal, people are beginning to be more critical are even beginning more appreciative of him as a president than his party. I suspect if you were to conduct a referendum or a poll right now, a snap poll, you might find that his popularity has risen. There is a lot of rot that went wrong that he's trying to correct. And people want exactly that because people were, were, were acting with impunity. They did wrong things knowing that they were wrong, but be assured of support from the high office and from state institutions that ought to have upheld the law. Things would have been worse off in South Africa had we not had a very strong judiciary. That is fascinating. So President Ramaphosa is held in higher regard than his party, the ANC. Certainly. How do you see then uh, those two dynamics playing out as the ANC has its national conference and as the country moves towards the general election next year. It's it's interesting that even those who want him out, but they are not convinced that they are doing the right thing because if they were to take him out tomorrow, they know they are finished. He's their trump card. They don't want him, yet they want him at the same time. And he knows that as well. That's why he doesn't care. He says, I'm ready to step down, guys. Right. Could you give us some more insight into those internal divisions within the ANC and perhaps a profile of uh, the two factions, the the pro-Ramaphosa and his opponents? Look, (laughs) um, the ANC has been given a chance to govern for 30 years. And like many liberation movements, it was caught up in the sins of incumbency, nepotism, patronage, corruption, right? They were caught up in that like many other liberation movements. And they didn't want to learn from those who went before them and made sure that they get the best brains and the best people in office. Instead, it became um, a trough that everybody wanted to put its snuff into. That's why in the past 10 years, it has been going down in terms of electoral support. And there were the good men and good men and women in the ANC who have been trying to raise their voice for the sake of the people and for the sake of the organization. And that led to the division. Unfortunately, those who were trying to stem the tide were weakened every time. But in this man, suddenly there is hope. Suddenly people say, yes, he's not perfect. Yes, he might have is caught up in this, but is that strong enough to warrant this removal? If it were to happen, where would we be? Where will the country be? Do we want to revert to where we were yesterday? Or do we say we limp forward 
with this man. And I think I would say, I would rather limp forward with this man than to go back where we were. Yes, I yes. Yes, it's, it's hardly an inspiring prospect, is it, to limp forward with a, a president now tainted by uh, corruption allegations that seem to have some credit to them. It's an unfortunate statement I'm, I'm making. And, um, and you may even say, what a contradiction in terms. And you know where, where it's, it stems from this idea? Because of the archaic and anachronistic electoral act we have. Because in South Africa, I call it a quasi or quasi-democracy. Ours is not a democracy. People don't elect their leaders. People elect political parties and political parties elect leaders. So never mind how tainted you might be. But if you have got deep pockets and you can buy the votes of 4,000 people who elect the leaders, you'll get there. I'm one of those who have been campaigning for the past 15, 20 years for the amendment of the Electoral Act so that a son of a sharecropper or a daughter of a, a Otahua can raise his or her hand and say, I'm available to lead the country or to serve my people without going through the party. In 2020, the Constitutional Court of the Republic of South Africa declared the Electoral Act invalid. It has to be amended to, to allow for independent people. If the Supreme Court declared the Electoral Act invalid in 2020, does that mean that the 2024 election will be the first general election in South Africa with uh, a new and different electoral system? Not quite. They are doing their damnest not to amend as it as prescribed by the Constitutional Court. The, the, the ruling party, they went back to the Constitutional Court to ask for an extension because they were told the way you are going about it, it is not going to meet the master. Right now, as we are speaking, in about a week or so, they will be going again to ask for another extension. They still want to find a way whereby the party can be dominant. Mm, that's fascinating. Uh, Lesiba, going back to the process now facing President Ramaphosa, will the legal challenge he's mounted prevent the parliament from going any further with the impeachment process? Not, not quite. It, it wouldn't stop that from going ahead. But I don't think it's the most prudent route to go because the constitutional court is not going to rule in his favour. And even in the court of um, public opinion, because it's like he's hiding something. He's running away from accountability, from telling the people exactly what is happening. And just finally, uh, Professor Lefo, it seems that you expect uh, Cyril Ramaphosa to lead the ANC into the next general election. Do you think that the ANC will win that election? He will win. Even his detractors cannot afford not to have him in the leadership because they know that 2024 would be is, is, is likely to be disastrous. But it would be more disastrous without him at the helm. And I wouldn't be surprised if they would get less than 50%. It's going to be a tall order for them to win 50 plus one. Now, with him absent, then it might go even up to 40%. So it's up to them what they want to do. You can pretend otherwise, but they know they need him. Mm. Professor Lesiba Terfo, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Extra. Yeah, Luba, thank you very much. 
It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.